0: Every day is a new day. I'm for every i take. I, won't take it for I won't take it for So I learn from my mistakes. Well, hi and welcome back to Roy on Rescue. Um, I had another student actually call in, or not call in, but email in and ask more detailed questions about what to do in the case of a diabetic emergency. Um, now, diabetic emergencies Um, we kind of in the emergency medical services I've always grouped in diabetic emergencies with high blood sugar, low blood sugar or insulin problems period Um, I also understand that there are a lot of endocrinologists and doctors who are helping diabetics or those people who have been diagnosed with hypoglycemia or hyperglycemia some of them use verbiage that distinguishes them as a non-diabetic but have sugar problems. So I'm going to try to address each of those. Um, I also, It also came to my understanding that we are lacking just a little bit of information in our diabetic training on the ProFirstAid.com website and we'll be working eagerly to get some of those things bullet-pointed as far as signs and symptoms of, of an emergency related to sugar problems and how to treat them. Uh, treating them is actually involved in that, in that video. Uh, and I'll probably link to that video in this video blog. Okay, so here's, here's what we've got. You come across an individual <clears throat> and whether they're a known diabetic or a non-diabet known diabetic only affects the situation a slight bit. In basic layperson training, we really can teach you how to assess a person and treat them, potentially treat them, for a sugar problem even if you don't know if they're already an existing uh, diabetic in the first place. So let's just take it through like almost like a scenario basis. You walk into someone's home and you find somebody that is, um, has a decreased level of consciousness. They seem to be confused, they um, uh, maybe are a little agitated, they're, con- uh, they're a little confrontational, You ask them if they're doing okay and they kind of ramble and say things that don't really make sense. This could either be high blood sugar or low blood sugar. You really don't know yet what it could be. However, what we do know is that the person has an altered level of consciousness. And that is almost always going to be an automatic 911 call in the States, an emergency medical services contact if you're out of the States. We don't know why they're having this altered level mental status. It could be a, a stroke, it could be a heart attack, it could be um, an electrolyte imbalance, it could be that they just are recovering from a seizure, but the seizure could be from maybe a tumor or a bleed in the head, or you know, there's just numbers and numbers of things that could be causing this. and so we don't know what those things are until we examine things a little bit more. And as a layperson rescuer, you may still not know because we're not gonna know until advanced life support gets there. But what we can do is we can ask some questions. Are you a diabetic? If they're at least conscious enough to be able to say yes or no, or maybe they're wearing a bracelet that says, I am a diabetic, I have been diagnosed with low blood sugar, with high blood sugar, I am an insulin-dependent diabetic, Um, that would be a good pointer. It might be in a necklace form, it might be on a bracelet, it might be on a card. I don't encourage you to dig through people's personal goods, their purse, their wallet, as a layperson, you can get into some, uh, some problems there. But you can always just look for the obvious, whether they're wearing a bracelet or whether they have something on their refrigerator, potentially, that says, I'm a diabetic, if you find me unconscious, activate 911 or the emergency medical services. Here's what we're going to do, though. If the person is still conscious and able to control their swallowing, The rule of thumb for basic first aid is that you always give them something sweet to drink or eat. So, I stay away from hard candies. I would like to give them like a gluca gel or a tablespoon of honey or or a glass of orange juice or a glass of soda that is sweetened. Um, We have had some people that said, I just gave them a can of Coke and nothing helped. It was Diet Coke. Um, And and that's very common when you have a sugar, a diabetes problem, you know they don't have a lot of sugar things in the house, so um, so be aware of that. The second thing that we're going to do is be thinking about what's my next step if this person goes fully unconscious? Uh, What if they have a seizure, how am I going to protect them? Because low blood sugar and high blood sugar can activate a seizure. Uh, <clears throat> what am I going to do if they stop breathing? What am I going to do if they go into cardiac arrest? So you just start kind of thinking about all of those potential problems that could come into play in, in, when the person has a decreased level of consciousness so you 've activated e- emergency medical services you know that advanced help is on the way fire department ambulance um, you know that the person is acting in a in a different way than normal potentially um, and if you don't know what it is, if you don't know they have high blood sugar or low blood sugar and they're, and they're not able to tell you, we still rule it out by giving them something sweet to drink or eat. Uh, if they refuse to drink it, refuse to eat it, we don't force it. If they are unconscious, if they are unconscious, or their level of consciousness is such that they're too, too depressed in their ability to swallow correctly, We don't put anything in their mouth we're not going to give them anything to drink we're not going to give them anything to eat because it can become a choking hazard and cause more complications look you just called 911 you just activated emergency medical services help is on the way within two to four minutes you're going to have the fire department there they've got glucagel usually in their first in bag and if they don't the ambulance is there in six to ten minutes on average and so you're going to have help there soon so just stay away from putting things into people's mouths when they can't control their swallowing, it's always a good rule of thumb so that we don't cause a choking problem. If they get better after getting something to drink or eat that is sweet, then it's a pretty safe bet to think, wow, I bet they had low blood sugar, and the rise in blood sugar helped them to become more alert. Remember that this is a short-term fix, that, and it's most commonly seen in people that took their insulin but missed a meal or missed a snack. Um, or they are becoming ill with a virus or a bacterial infection, which alters their hormones and their ability to uh, stabilize their sugar in certain cases. So there's, so it's always um, kind of neat to see people get better after you give them something sweet to drink or eat, but if they do not get better, it doesn't mean that they are, obviously have high blood sugar. It could be something else, and, and that we just won't know until after they've come back from the hospital. But, uh, but I'm going to be probably leaning towards the fact that if, I, you know, if they are a diabetic or if they do have sugar problems and I gave them something sweet to drink or eat in 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, they're not getting better, they're getting worse or they're staying the same, probably not low blood sugar, probably high blood sugar or another problem. Um, we do not give insulin as basic, even as paramedics, we don't give insulin as an emergency medication. Um, As an emergency medical service provider, we can give sugar orally, we give sugar intravenously, we have a medication called glucagon that we can actually inject and uh, that can help pull energy from stored areas of the body to help lift the sugar and hopefully bring the person out of a hypoglycemic coma so that we can actually stabilize them and help to get their sugar back on track. Um, If they stop breathing altogether, we can breathe for them. If they go into cardiac arrest, we can obviously treat them with with advanced life support. So there's a lot of very good things that we can do as an emergency medical service provider that they can't get in the home. So some of the best things that you can do as a basic responder is recognize the emergency and call 911 and watch their airway, breathing, and circulation. And if any of those go away, you'll know exactly what to do, especially if you've gone out and taken advantage of our free training online at ProFirstAid.com. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this was helpful to you, student, that had a question that was a great question regarding diabetes, high blood sugar, low blood sugar, and um, we could go on and on, but of course, because of the length of time I'm limited to, we can't hear. So feel free to click on the link for the the more uh, information training, and I hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you next time.